What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my business partner, my boy, the midget, the wolf. What's up, dog? What's up, fam? I'm super excited today. I honestly feel very energetic right now, even though my body feels like it's dying. So it's like, it's kind of like a win-win. Guys, so I told Brian... I'm going through the absolute grind mode right now for my show uh, prep of 31 days out from stepping on stage. My body has not been reacting how I would like it to be reacting, but we're currently doing what? 30 minutes of Stairmaster, 35 minutes of walking, 20,000 steps a day. And I'm on 1,350 calories as of today. Dropping the carbs like crazy. My body literally feels like it's dying, but we're fucking working. Uh, we're figuring it out right now. Grinding through it, bro. You're wild, bro. You're wild. Okay, so guys, for those of you guys that are new to the podcast, if you are here and you're here for pod chats, here's how it works today. What we're going to do is every Wednesday on pod chats, what me and Cole do is we bring up students and we let them ask us questions for pod chats. And so today we're going to bring on three of our students and they're going to get to ask us or give us dialogue throughout the podcast. Let's go. So let's bring up our first student, Mr. Nathan. Nathan, what's going on, brother? Welcome to the podcast. How you doing? What's up, boys? Thanks for having me. It's been 60 days since last time I was on, so... Last time I was on, Brian, Cole, you guys were telling me, just got to stay consistent with posting five days a week, going live three times a week also. But it was crazy because I started getting traction and I just wasn't able. This is why I was on content audits with Cole like 30 days ago. And he was just like, well, we got to get your workflow dialed in because I was posting consistently, but then I started getting a bunch of traction. I feel like my content has been really hitting and I just wasn't able to post five days a week and go live just because everything was scrambled and it was just so much at once. Mm-hmm. So right now though, just like start off with some wins. When I first came on, I think I was at 16 or 17 clients. I have 28 right now. Boom. And then I've and then I have one client that's on a referral. So like 29. Next month in May, I'm going to Costa Rica. So I just booked a trip for a week just because I was like, just got to start living my life. I was just like, damn, like got to just celebrate the win. So I'm like super stoked to go over there. But yeah, so been working on workflow recently. I listened to the workflow video at least eight times. I listened to the six steps of the customer journey at least same time, at least eight times. But I'm still kind of struggling with getting workflow dialed in because right now, like I have my days, I have like my day set up for what's what and yep. also like tasks I need to do each day. Yep. But I just like won't finish certain tasks on time or I'll take calls and then they get in the way and I prioritize those over like the other success habits that I need to do. Yep. So I just feel like a little scrambled right now. And, you know, I feel like ultimately workflow and client retention is really what's holding me back from hitting 10k well dude first of all i just want to say congratulations on booking a trip to costa rica how exciting is that that's so cool dude i'm so freaking pumped i'm going with a few friends and my girlfriend it's like a surf trip it's gonna that's be so fucking dope, dude. yeah that's literally why we online train is so that we can pack everything up in an instant and we can just go that's why i started yeah you know, to be yeah, able to just same. leave whenever i wanted yeah i want to be my own boss i'm like i want to go do whatever i want fuck yeah dude so diving into that problem, the two things, I want to touch on one first, because I feel like you said like workflow is your, the thing that you want to focus in on, but then you mentioned client retention at the end. So I feel like that is one of the main things that we need to focus on before we start optimizing your 
entire business. Why did you mention client retention at the very end? I'm curious before we move forward. Because just recently, like I've been getting workflow, like I've been trying to figure that out. You just told me taking messy action. It's like really what yeah, I've been yeah. doing. But client retention, so six weeks ago, I just, I was listening to a lot of like client retention videos, but I stopped trying to sell 12 week program. I was just like, mm. 12 week, you know, after this, you should be good. I switched up. I've been selling four months. Like just, that's like my go-to now. And I just been saying like, usually clients will work with us for six months. And if you decide to continue after the program, you know, we'll yeah. work then. Let's just start you off with a four month lock. So I've been selling that for like the past six weeks. I still have to wait till like those clients get to the end. So I feel like, but I've been creating this culture of like clients continue. So that's what I've been like trying to do recently, but they still just like those ones I sold for three months are just like falling off at the end. So I got three lives a week. I'm really trying to focus on just having a really good community too in the Facebook group, but that's something I'm trying to cultivate right now also. Okay. So I just wanted you to break that down right quickly because it sounds like, and I feel like Brian can agree here, just based off of your little spiel there, it sounds like you're moving in the right direction towards upping your retention by changing the way that you're wording your program, your pitch, and like how you're addressing your clients. Cause that's a big thing, guys. Like if you go into a phone call or go into a conversation talking about 12 weeks, 12 weeks, 12 weeks after that, like in 12 weeks, we'll achieve your goals. It's very easy for you to paint the picture that after 12 weeks, they're done with you. So changing up your language is very important, which it sounds like you're doing, which makes me happy. It's just going to be a little bit more of like, it's going to take time to get like those people out of your program that people aren't committed and then like focusing in on the people who are there. When it comes down to your workflow, like I think the biggest thing when it comes down to optimizing workflow is like doing things that work for you. And this is something that I have kind of balanced over time in scaling my entrepreneurial journey. Like you have your workflow, you have your day themes that we've told you to do, but then you're saying, well, I'm missing some tasks because I'm prioritizing phone calls over those tasks. Now, I think there's a time where you could do a time block in your day. I think it's smart to be able to do that and only take calls. But I also believe in taking messy action to the point where like, if you get a fucking lead where I'm talking to you, Nathan, and you want to get on the phone call right now, I'm most likely going to get on the phone with you right now, instead of waiting for three days in order to get that phone call happening. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Did you want to say something? This is advice for all of you guys. When you're growing your coaching business, workflow is one of those things where 80% is hundred percent. Agreed. And what I mean by that is I think that a lot of people, when they design a workflow or they, you know, they have a system they're like, I'm going to go live five times a week, no matter what, unless I'm dead. And they do that. If they miss one of those live streams, all of a sudden they feel like they're a failure because of X, Y, Z. But if you missed a live stream because you were taking a sales call like that to me is a fucking win. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so I think it's about like knowing what your goal is and knowing the direction that you're going. Like at the end of the day, you guys, number one thing that you guys should be doing at all times is prioritizing income generating activities. Everybody should write that down. And so your schedule is going to be based around income generating activities, Nathan. So everything that you do needs to be around that. So what I mean is like, let's say that you've got your day all designed and you were going to do, you know, you were going to do an ebook in the afternoon and you were going to do like, you're going to do two pieces of content and you were going to do, you were going to get back to your clients later on. If you have a lead that like messages you, that's like, I'm pretty interested in buying like a program. Like I want to take action and I'm like ready to go. And you take that call in the afternoon. Like you need to knock off the item on your list. That's the least income generating. And you need to replace it with the sales call. At the end of the day, like guys, sales is the engine that fucking runs your business. And so if you're missing some items on your workflow because you're taking sales calls, like you're fucking winning. Like that's like a win to me. I also think that client retention is a part of income generated activities. Cause if your clients aren't happy and they leave, then you lose money. So it's like, for me, it's like the two things that are the most important when it comes to like your business is like sales, selling clients and client retention. Agreed. And obviously if you're not like, so for you right now, like your content's hitting, 
then because your content's hitting, you're getting a lot of people that are reaching out. If you're listening to this right now and your content isn't hitting, then that's advice doesn't apply to you because you won't have anyone to sell because you don't have any fucking, you don't have any leads because your content sucks. So, but that's not your problem anymore, Nathan. Like your problem is that like you're trying to do, you're trying to produce at the same level, the content that you were creating and sell at the same level and deliver at the same level. But what you need to understand is like, you need to prioritize income generating activities. And so if you need to take a sales call and because of taking a sales call, you can't make the TikTok that you wanted to make, that's okay. That's a good thing because that's going to get you closer to 10K. That being said, I think that when it comes to workflow, it's important to like structure your day in a way where I like, and Cole has the same philosophy when it comes to this. I like to do like the same thing every single day for like the first X amount of time in the morning. Yeah. Because like Cole has his 10 before 10, which I'm sure you guys have heard about on the podcast, et cetera. But like, I like to do the same thing for the first like portion of the day, because, but if I can move through all of the things that I want to do that are going to help me grow my coaching business in the morning before 10 AM, everything I do after that is bonus. Mm. So that's why, you know, I, by the time 11 AM comes every single day, I've already, you know, posted two TikToks. I've been on my stories. I've done a Facebook live on Facebook and Instagram. And sometimes I've done a coaching call as well. So I try to do the same thing in the morning, every single day. And then the afternoons is usually when I have that flexible time between like 11 and X time. And that's where I take my sales calls. Right. So I think maybe part of it, like Cole said, is you have a certain part of your day that you block off for sales calls. And you try to keep all your sales calls in between there. But then if, you know, a lead's like ready to pay and they can only get on a call at 9 a.m., then you might move some stuff around and cut off the item of your list. That's the least income generating. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah, I think that's really good because what I needed to do, I just need to figure out like what works for me, right? And I mm-hmm. think having like a block of things that I can do every day is going to help me just stay consistent with hitting the three habits, even if it's not as much time as I would like. But then later on, I have like a whole nother block. That it's more flexible. I could take calls. And yeah, I, I definitely think I just needed to figure out like what works for me. I think it's more of just every week adjusting and applying new things until I figure out what works for me. You want to know the best news ever? As soon as you go traveling, you have to do this all again. Yep. As soon as so, it's true. It's like, again, for all of you guys, as an entrepreneur, you're always kind of figuring out what works for you. And sometimes like, as an example, what worked for me, like before I went on my vacations, isn't what works for me now, because, you know, when going on my vacation shifted my mindset a little bit. So when I came back, I had to make some adjustments. So it's always about adjusting and finding the flow that works for you. And what I like to do, Nathan, is like, if I like to look at my day and, and see where where I feel the most scattered and like where I feel the most flustered or frustrated. And then I try to fix that part. So like, how can you shift that part of your day so that you feel less flustered, or less frustrated, or if you feel burned out by 6 PM, maybe you don't do any work after five. So just like figuring out where you're kind of like slipping or where you're kind of falling through the cracks and adjusting that part of your workflow, if that makes sense. And I want to touch on that for one second, because I feel like there's a lot of you guys out there that heard that end part of Brian's statement. And then you in your mind are like, okay, I'm not going to work after 5 PM. But I wanted to touch on this. Okay. When it comes down to workflow, it's very important to figure out what works for you. All right. That's why I'm happy you said that, Nathan. You do. You need to find what works for you. But you guys also need to figure out what the fuck you want to do with this game. All right. Do you want to make 10K a month, Nathan? Yes or no? Oh, way more. Dope. So you need to show up as much as you possibly can. All right. I feel like this is something that me and Brian have spoken about before, guys, when it comes down to scaling your business. Like before 10K a month, before you hit that number and can sustain it, like if you actually want to achieve it, it's a fucking grind. I literally talked about that on the podcast yesterday. You just talked about this? Yep, yesterday. That's perfect. Like, and I want to touch on it again because it's very fucking important, guys. It is a grind. You need to sacrifice sleep. You need to show up when you don't fucking want to. You need to do things while you're traveling that you might not want to instead of just sitting on the beach and doing nothing. If you want to make 10K a month, like this is where the grind mode is going to come in. Maybe instead of turning off at 5 p.m. to watch shows, 
you then take your phone calls then and you figure it out. But like after 10K and after you learn how to sustain 10K, then we could start to slow down and like maybe put in certain time blocks for like social time or time off of work, et cetera. But if 10K is the goal, look at your workflow and ask yourself, what time am I allocating to bullshit? And I'll just use that as the quotation, like social time, TV, things that are not getting you to your purpose, the goal that you want to achieve. And what can I put in that space to get me to that goal? You feel me? Yeah, it's crazy how much time, like I realized I was wasting when I started getting workflow dialed and I was just like, damn, I'm watching stories or I'm scrolling. It's so easy. Yeah. But yeah, this helped me just gain so much more awareness around it. So yeah, that's like the focus I'm going to take on for these next few months. And then, you know, just try to get back into it as quick as I can when I get back from vacation. But, but yeah, so like, should I just come back in 60 days or like, yes, you fucking should. Oh yeah. I was literally literally just just going to tell you that I was going to be like, come back in 60 days and tell us where you're at. I was going to use it as an example, guys, everybody who's listening right now, like listen to what Nathan did. All right. He came here 60 days ago. We talked to him. We gave him advice. He then went and implemented slayed it. Now his content's popping and he's got a different problem he needed. So he came back got advice and now he's going to go implement again. Yo, can I tell you guys a secret? Like the students that get to $10,000 a month and beyond are the students that do exactly what you just did, Nathan. It's like understanding that there's always a new level. And then even for students that get to $10,000 a month, like there's a new level, like like $10,000 a month is great. Like there's a new level. And the way that you get better is you continuously ask people that have like gone to that level. Like Cole and I have gone to the level, you know, we've helped Janelle get to the level and Don get to the level. So like, I like that you came back and you asked and I would love for you to come back in 60 days because like once you're at 10k like I'm going to talk to you but like here's the next step here's what you need to do next so yeah dude I appreciate you for showing up again thank you yeah let's go thanks guys fucking go that was lit I love that that got me fired up that's fucking awesome just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business so go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Okay, Mr. Brandon Roberts, what is going on, brother? Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I appreciate you. Let's hear it, brother. How can we serve you today? What's going on, boys? Can you guys hear me all right? Yes, sir. Okay, awesome. Well, I guess before, you know, before I get my question, I want to like celebrate my personal wins for you guys. Like, guys, I appreciate you guys so much. Like, literally, I was driving the other day, driving down the road, and I was like, just emotional by like the incredible support system that you two have created. And like, you guys, Natasha, Janelle, like this family that you guys have cultivated absolutely incredible. I signed up around November and like, like my confidence like went through the roof. And like a month later, I signed up to do like my first ever MMA fight. And like, and like utilizing freaking Brian's like goal setting tactics, all that hippie dippy stuff. We came out with a victory and it was just like amazing that like you two boys out of the ether of the other side of the internet inspired me to like chase my dreams. And like, we crushed it. You guys right now. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely incredible, you guys. Couldn't thank you enough. But so let me get into my question here. I'm really like, so I'm really in a predicament where I'm in a great place. The business is good. I'm sitting around like 16, 17 great clients right now. The communities are great and interacting. I even got a coach of my own. So I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm swimming in it. I'm loving life right now. 
my biggest thing that like I struggle with is kind of like this um, once bitten, twice shy predicament. Like you ask me to bench a heavy amount of weight, no problem. Go into a fight, no problem. But on a, a poor sales call, they will leave me feeling so drained and my energy will be crushed. Like I think like I went on, you know, a couple of just those calls where they go on for like an hour, you know, or more. And like, I didn't pre-qualify them enough. And like, I wanted the goal more than they did. And it just like left me so like de-energized. And I don't know, like, I feel like I need to get like a slap on the wrist from you guys or something, because it's even common. after signing up with my own coach, like I kind of, I got a little bit of insight about like how the loom method works and stuff. And like my brain wanted to like reverse engineer that, like, oh, you could start doing that. Maybe you don't have to destroy your energy on these calls, but I feel like maybe my mindset is just like not right about how I'm approaching them at the moment. And I just, I'd love to hear it from my boys. If you guys got any insight of anything that I'm overlooking right now. Well, first off, I think it's going to come down to like some internal realizations. Number one, I'm not going to give you a slap on the wrist. I think this is normal, dude. Like when it comes down to doing sales calls and you feeling drained because you just spent an hour and a half with an individual and they didn't fucking buy, that's a normal feeling. All right. Like that's not like a feeling that's just out of nowhere, guys. That's one of the reasons why in the mastermind we teach sell by chat and we teach different things because of the fact that we want to save you more time slash have you like help you build a deeper connection in the DMs with prospects. But like going through this process on phone calls is normal and it's needed because it helps you understand people on a deeper level slash build a connection with them when it comes down to the phone. Now, when I say learning experience, I mean, you kind of answered your own question while saying all that stuff, right? You're like, well, I didn't, I don't think I built enough connection with them and I didn't like pre-qualify them in the DMs, et cetera. Like, so realize that if you feel drained or annoyed or pissed off or angry or whatever, the only thing that you can do is go to the fucking mirror, look at yourself and be like, dude, stop fucking trying to speed up the process and do what I know I need to be doing. Like you wouldn't be making the amount that you have right now or how the amount of clients you have right now, you weren't doing something right. But then you get frustrated because you try to skip corners or you try to speed up the process. You don't build a relationship. You don't pre-qualify them. You just get on the phone because you want more clients and then it bites you in the fucking ass and you get angry. You feel me? Yeah, I think it's less of a slap on the wrist, bro. And it's more of just a reminder, like you're doing the right things. Now you just need to do it more. Stop trying to speed it up and focus on the things that are working. B, go ahead. Okay, so you're at 16 to 17 clients. Do you want to get to 25 to 30 clients? Of course. Okay, so are you down for some homework? I got my pencil. I got my paper. So before I give you the homework, I'm going to explain why. So for everybody tuning in, we can't grow into pain. Yep. And so... What that means is if there's an area of our business that is keeping us like it's like frustrating us and keeping us stuck, then we will resist growth because we won't want to approach that area. And so in order to overcome this and in order to move through that bottleneck, we need to attack that pain and we need to attack that area so that that no longer is a bottleneck and we can just continue to grow. Mm -hmm. That being said, when Cole and I were building our fitness businesses, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast openly. We role-played every day, like five times a week for six months. And the reason we did that is so that we got so good at sales, we just had an intuition for it. We had an eye for it. It was easy for us to be able to move through objections and to be able to sense when prospects were serious or not. And because me and Cole were so savage with each other, like getting objections on the phone with a prospect was easy. I just literally talked to Cole and he was like, no, no, no. And I still sold him because we were practicing. So my homework for you, Brandon, is to do a role-play five days a week for the next 30 days. Yep. That will change your sales game forever. Because for me, dude, if I'm talking to somebody on the phone and I can tell that they're not serious, I'll just call it out. Like, I'll just be like, can I be honest with you for a minute? And I'm like, yeah. 
Like I can sense that you're not really that serious right now about this call. Like, is it something that I'm saying? Or are you just not really that interested in your fitness goals right now? And you can just call it because you have that intuition. But the only way that you get that intuition is through repetition. And it's just like when you were training for your fight, the more that you practice, you know, the better you're going to be in the fight. It's the same thing with sales calls. The more that you practice, the better you're going to be in the arena. So this is your arena right now. This is your bottleneck. So my homework is five role plays a week for the next 30 days. And I guarantee you 30 days later, we're going to be having a different conversation. Dude, agreed. And start pre-qualifying these people. Like you already know what you're doing wrong. Like you're not having conversations like you should be in the DMs. You're not building a relationship with these people in the DMs. And I know that because you said it verbatim. So if you know it, then stop doing it. Role play like Brian's telling you to do, and it will change the fucking game. Guys, Brian and myself role played so much. And we got so good at sales that we actually had to dial it back because people were like, Yo, I can just tell you just want to sell me right away because it just it was so easy for us to start running through the script and like break everything down because it was second nature. But yeah, actually, he's not joking. There was a point in time where like we got to a point there was like we closed like 19 of the 19 calls. Yeah. And then Cole went like zero for six. And then we were like, what the hell's going on? Because we were practicing every day. And then I was like, yo, like start like maybe stumble on your words a little bit on the next call. And it was like you stumbled on his words a little bit and you sold him. But it's because it got so smooth because I was just fluid. It just it got so smooth that it was like, this is fucking fishy. But that's the goal. It's like you want to practice so much that it becomes second nature to you. And that way you don't have to think anymore. And then you can just use your instincts. And there's a bunch of people that just commented in the chat box. That's the best part about being a part of the change as Academy shameless plug. Cause there's so many people that want to grow literally see five or six people in the chat box right now, including Heather. There's yeah. There's a lot of people flenzy catch. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to role play. So you've got the support here. So reach out to anybody in this chat box and set up a role play. Great. Oh my God, you guys, I appreciate it so much. This is exactly 100% what I needed to hear. You guys, I don't know how you do it. You guys just keep doing it. Guys, keep crushing it. You guys are the best. Appreciate you boys. I'm going to make a post in the Academy after this. You can do my homework five role plays a week, next 30 days. Let's go. Let's go. Also message the people that are in this chat. Cause I just see a bunch of people in the chat that want to go. Pre- appreciate you doc. Mr. Big Kaduba. What's going on dog? What is the, what's the name know. behind Big Kaduba? Kaylin. How's it going? What's going on, Doc? How you doing? I'm good. So I actually joined last week and I'm at the beginning point, finding a niche, finding an avatar. Yeah. I kind of have one already, but I was going to make my first post today and I realized it's my own transformation journey and I gained weight. I gained muscle, but my avatar was people looking to lose 20 plus pounds. So I made a post in the Facebook group and I was kind of confused. Maybe I should change my avatar. Maybe I should keep it. You know, I feel like this is going to be a struggle, but I want to start posting content. I just want to find the right avatar to appeal the content to. Yes, I love it. Cool. Go ahead, bro. Yo, so you're going to learn this right away when it comes down to just joining the program. But one of the first things that we speak about when it comes down to the course itself, homie, is documentation. And I want you to focus on this right now. Because this, right, what you're struggling with currently is exactly why we tell people to document before they start creating. Okay, because what happens is you want to help people, right? So you start to think about an avatar and you start to come up with an avatar. Now, I want to ask you, why did you choose people who want to lose 20 plus pounds? So what I chose actually was, I'm just going to read the statement for you. But yeah, it it was 20 plus pounds. It says, I help influencers and entrepreneurs lose 20 plus pounds without sacrificing their hustle or their social life. I like that. So at first it was 20 plus pounds and build muscle, but I made a post in the Facebook group and people said, you know, just cut out the building muscle. More people want to lose 20 plus pounds. And I actually work as an in-person trainer as well. So this is a online stream of income that I'm working on. That's why I signed up. But uh, I help people with overall body transformations. A lot of these people, they have to lose a lot of weight. 
So I felt like, you know, it's just going to appeal to more people. Yo, so I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to say, Kaylin, is that when you're telling your story, what you're trying to do is you're trying to show people that you've also been through struggles. So it's not about like, for me as an example, Kaylin, like when I tell my story, like my story is like about how I went through a drug addiction, but like, there's a lot of people that haven't been through a drug addiction, but they can relate to like how I went through a struggle in order to get success. And so when you're writing your post, Kaylin, I want you to think less about like, oh, I'm not going to attract people that want to lose weight. And I want you to think more about like the struggle that you went through to get to success. And then talk about that in the post. Be like, most of the clients that I work with are looking to lose weight, but I just want you to know that like, no matter where you're at in your fitness journey, like sometimes you're like, no matter where you're starting, like you can get to where you want to get to. Like I had to go through some struggles to get to my success. And a lot of my weight loss clients have to go through struggles too. But if I can do it, so can you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily about the fact that you gained weight, but you're talking about how you went through a struggle to get to success. Yeah, that makes sense. The pain basically. Yes, exactly. Like what sort of like mental hurdles did you have to overcome? Like, how did you find the right information? Like, what did you have to do? Did you hire a mentor to learn the right information to get you to where you want to get to? And then relate all of those things to your avatar. And that's how you're going to create content that attracts the person that you want to work with. Okay. Makes sense. And then when it comes to the person who I want to work at work with, I feel like that could change a few times throughout the next few months. Yes, it is could. That normal? Yeah, it is super normal. And that that's the best question that you could have asked. And I'm so glad that you asked it because what you need to do, with, this is advice for everybody that's getting their online business started is you need to pick an avatar and the avatar gives you a sense of direction with your content. And then what starts to happen, Kaylin, is as you start to create content directed at this avatar, you're going to attract a certain type of person. And sometimes the person that you attract isn't who you initially intended, but you're like, oh, I actually like, like working with this type of person. So what you want to do is you want to aim your content in the direction that you're going 20 plus pounds, create all content that like, you know, your TikToks and reels are like three secrets to losing 20 plus pounds. And then you drop three secrets. So you start doing that. And then you pay attention to who's coming towards you, Kaylin, and you start telling your story, pay attention to who's coming towards you. And then once you have that, like, you know, a certain type of person consistently reaching out, you choose that as your avatar and then you go all in. Okay. Well, hopefully those people who come towards me have money, but I see what you're saying. Bro, you got it. You got it. You're just getting started. This is the fact that you showed up to this call and that you asked a question on one of your first weeks is a really good sign. And you know, the more that you show up for this fucking calls and the more that you ask questions and the more that you get feedback from me and Cole, like the more successful you're going to be. So you're a successful in-person trainer already. This is only the beginning for you. And I'm super confident that you're going to do well on the course. Yeah. I feel like I was just overthinking and trying to find the perfect like make the perfect post and it'd be better just to take action and sort of learn correct myself over time. hundred percent, bro. dude. And that's one of the reasons why I started with the documentation stuff. As I was saying, like, don't overthink trying to create the best content. Just show people what the fuck you're doing. Okay. Because you obviously know what you're doing. You literally just talked about how you were going into a bulk phase and you were building muscle. Show people that shit. All right. By showing people what you guys are doing, you're going to start building an authority online. Look at anybody who's done like a fitness competition. All right. This is how I got into fitness coaching. I'm pretty sure it's how Brian got into fitness coaching. We started to do a fitness competition. And by documenting our workouts, documenting our nutrition, documenting what we were doing on a daily basis, People just started to trust us. People started to reach out to us and ask us what we were doing. And then we chose somebody that we wanted to work with, like we just spoke about, and we leaned into it on a deeper level. Make sense? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you for coming up, Kalen. Thank you so much, bro. And guys, that brings us to the end of today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cole, where do they find you, brother? The Wake with the Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis De Silva on IG or TikTok. Let's go. Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your entire life. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode.